Good afternoon and welcome to the 25-Minute Coaching Call Podcast. Today, I'm pretty excited because we have Jason Watson from Keller Williams London Lifestyle Realty. How are you doing, Jason? Good, Glenn. How are you? I'm good. I'm really excited for this call today. And uh, So let me just give maybe the listeners a, a quick... 10 or 15 second introduction, and then I'll ask you to kind of fill in the gaps. But uh, Jason Watson and Stephanie Rock work together. Um, they trade under the name Rock Watson Realtors. Um, Stephanie's focus is more first-time buyers, and Jason is really passionate about um, helping his buyers um, buy investment properties to create passive wealth streams so that they can kind of provide for their family. So um, <clears throat> just tell me a little bit about you, Jason. What have you done so okay. far? Okay. Uh, we started in real estate uh, 2015 at Century 21. And last year, uh, made the move to Keller Williams, I believe, in August or early September. And uh, we've just been having a blast since then. Okay. And so what's important to you? I mean, I, I know I mentioned earlier in the call about building wealth, but what's, why is your, why are you so passionate about investment properties? Uh, at, at this point, I really enjoy helping people find what they're looking for and properties that can fit their needs. So we've been focusing on that by uh, selecting names from open houses and sending people, uh, math formulas and listings and so basically just doing a bunch of different things not exactly sure what works the best so yeah, but your primary lead generation right now is you know meeting probably doing you know open houses as investment properties and then when people come through you kind of talk to them get to know them and um, that's where you kind of pick up your future clients from exactly Right. Well, you know, I'm a big proponent of open houses. They're a very uh, great source of lead generation if you're the right person at the right open house, meeting the right people. There are some agents I know who have built an entire business just on open houses, and there's other people who just like, I can't stand open houses. And I think the whole point of these 25-minute calls is for people to realize that you don't have to be good at everything. You just have to be really, really good at one thing, and then just line up your all of your lead generation activities to a target market of people that you're really you know passionate about and um, love to work with because you want to be a hero to them. And the secret is once you kind of pick that target market is how can we, what kind of unique process can I create that would deliver a steady stream of great investor clients to me so that's predictable that I could almost with certainty double or triple the size of the business. And so I think that's kind of, are you okay? That's what we're going to be focusing on yeah, today. That's, that's great. That's a big question. Okay, great. So here's what I would kind of say. The first starting point is I would plan your lead generation and marketing campaign from their point of view. Always like plan from the customer's point of view, which, you know, most of us, uh, a lot of agents are used to going to seminars. They're like, oh, give them this, give them this. And I'm like, you know what, why don't we just ask the consumer or why don't we just pretend we're the consumer and what's keeping them awake at night? What is their biggest fear? 
Um, so what do you think that would be for potential? Just imagine you don't know these people. They're in London, Ontario. They're having a hard time getting to sleep uh, at night. What do you think they're worried about as far as you know building wealth and investment properties? Um, I guess it, it would vary. It could be financial, you know, obtaining money could be one of them. If they've got more than one property already, it can be difficult. Um, otherwise, people might be afraid of the risk of having uh, a vacancy or something like that. Right. Right. Or, or the fact that some people want want to do this but don't have time to manage it, and they don't know about um, management companies. Or how they work. Right. Yeah, I always find it so interesting when you we talk to somebody about investment properties, and their first initial reaction most of the time is, "I don't want to be a landlord." Like it's almost like right. they were it was beaten into them or something. I don't know something had got into their brain like, "I don't want to be a landlord." I hear like you know tenants are hell, and right. I really think it's kind of one of those like um, urban legends because. The big challenge you'll always find once you get into buying more and more investment properties and helping people buy more and more is the challenge is there's so few sellers once they buy an investment property that ever sell them. Right. And isn't it weird that that most buyers think, oh, my God, it's hellish to be a landlord. All landlords I know tell me it's hell. And when the reality is almost all the landlords I know have great tenants you know, do they have bad tenants from time to time? Of course. But, you know, you can give your people the right tools to screen um, and get the right people in. But I almost think it's this urban myth that's kind of created by landlords, right? <laughs> they don't want anyone else coming so. to buy those investment properties. So they'll right. just kind of tell people, oh, it sucks. It, it, it's, it, you know, it's not fun, you know. Right, right. That makes sense. Yeah. So so we can kind of use that kind of information on our side that, that, you know, when someone is talking, their first reaction is, you know, oh, I don't want to be a landlord. You can just say, isn't it so curious that um, I hear that all the time from people, but yet if you talk to anybody who actually owns investment properties, they'll tell you they rarely sell them. They're actually buy and hold long-term investors if they're buying like income type properties. Yeah. Right. So within that investment property umbrella, there's a bunch of sub-niches, right? There could be uh, an investor who wants to buy a house to fix and flip it. There could be someone who's going to buy a house with like on a double lot and they hope to sever it and build an, a, a home and then sell and sell that. There could be people who are trying to get a duplex or triplex just for the income. It could be a bungalow with a basement apartment. If you had to pick one area of investment properties that gets you excited, what area would you love to kind of focus in? Um, I think I would like to focus on multi-units and flips. Okay. And what's important to you about kind of multi-units? Um, like, what gets you excited about it? Why Why is that your focus? Uh, I like the idea of offering people uh, the ability to make 10 to 20% return of uh, rate of return on their on their investment or their money because there's not many places out there that you can get that kind of return. Right. If, if, the, if the math is right for the property. Yeah. So it's exciting to be able to offer people an opportunity that they may not have elsewhere. That's right. 
You know, isn't it amazing when you look around London that probably most of a lot of the most wealthiest families in London will always be in the real estate game? Yes. From owning commercial to owning residential. Uh, yet there's a whole capital markets, stock market industry that bombards the public all the time that their only great chance of building wealth is through their RSP or through, you know, um, investing in the stock markets. And I always think that's so crazy because, and maybe it's just because I'm, a, you know, being in the real estate industry for 28 years, is to me, buying an investment property is the lowest risk possible just because we kind of have legal inside knowledge and we can share that with our clients and we still don't break any laws. And that legal inside information is we know what the value of the property is, right? Because we can look at comparable sales. We know what the market rents are because we can compare it to similar units in the neighborhood and get a pretty good, accurate estimation. Would you agree? I agree. Sure. Right. We know what the interest rates are for the next five to 10 years, and we could lock in that money. And finally, we can do home inspections and or do more in-depth inspections and find out what our future capital costs is going to be on that property for the next you know, one, two, five, 10 years. And based on that, if we already know what the property is worth, we know what the rents are you know what your mortgage payment is going to be because you can lock it in for five or 10 years and you have a pretty good understanding of your capital. To me, I don't see where there's any risk now if the income that you generate off of the property is breaking even or you've got positive cash flow on it. It seems like a pretty good thing. Right. Whereas well, that's, that's, that's why I like it because um, telling people that opens their eyes different options yeah and if you compare that to the stock market the stock market is i don't know like i've got lots of money in the stock market i've also got my other money in real estate but the stock market like i don't know it i don't even know really how it works i can't predict it can't beat it lots of people way smarter than me who spend 24 hours a day trying to break a market yet if you look at the historic returns of the stock market compared to real estate it's not even close no <clears throat> Yeah, so so let's get to the kind of nuts and bolts of the matter. Is how can we create a conveyor belt of steady, qualified, great leads to keep coming into your world so that you can fill your passion for helping people buy um, income and wealth building um, or income properties, right? Right. So the first thing I would do, I would recommend, is there's two great books that I think should be mandatory reading for anyone who's thinking about buying an investment property or any agent who wants to start focusing on investment properties. And the first one is The Millionaire Real Estate Investor by Gary Keller. We call that the MREI book, The Millionaire Real Estate Investor. And the second one is a book called Hold. We call it the yellow book, and it's written by good friends of mine, and I'm not here to, to push their books, but Linda and Jim McKissick, who started 24 years ago, um, wiped out, financially ruined, and in the last 24 years, um, well, they started with the goal to own 10 properties. Now they own 120 properties. I think they own about seven Keller Williams offices, two regions. You know, in Keller Williams, of course, we have a profit share system, and I think they made $1.4 million in profit share last year. So from dead heat broke, 
to multimillionaire positive cash flow in really 20 or 24 years. And their book is just fantastic and would strongly require, you know, I think should be required reading for everybody who is going to go into this game because it's it's pretty interesting. The Millionaire Real Estate Investor book doesn't really tell you the how, it tells you the why. And the hold tells you more of the um, of the kind of how that you should do it. But what I can send you um, is there's a whole PowerPoint and a script presentation that goes with the Millionaire Real Estate Investor book. And I would strongly encourage you to hold your first investor seminar at uh, your office, maybe over the next 30, 60, or 90 days. And what I would probably do is maybe create some Facebook page called, you know, Buying London Properties, or you could even go through your existing sphere of influence. And I don't even care if two people show up at that seminar, because you're not going to be that good. Have you done many seminars before presenting? Zero. (laughs) Zero, right. And you know what? The people who do seminars a lot like me, we all started at zero also. And it's going to be nervous and nerve-wracking, and you're going to kind of worry a little bit, but I'm going to tell you, it's going to be fantastic. And the reason you want to do a seminar format with investor clients is because the learning curve is fairly steep on buying an investment property compared to buying a residential house, right? Right. So if you could almost, instead of spending an hour, two, three hours explaining to people what capitalization rates are and what cash on cash returns on and on, you know, breaking down the minutiae of buying investment properties. And it's not that complicated. It's just a different language with different acronyms. Sometimes if you get 10, 20, 30, or 40 people in a room, you can save three hours because you're giving the exact same information at the exact same time to those people. But I would invite any past clients you have who've bought investment properties just to come to that seminar too because they actually turn out to be great resources for everybody in the room. And I've probably done... 20 or 30 at least of these seminars and the favorite one I ever did was when I brought two of my investor clients and I talked for maybe the first 10 minutes and then um, someone in the class asked them a question and for the next hour and a half they just answered all their questions it was awesome oh that's great (laughs) it's the best (laughs) seminar I've ever done (laughs) people said you were great I'm like yeah I know I didn't say anything it was awesome (laughs) because people love to hear the truth right Um, from They're someone who's just did it. And my clients were so gracious. They were kind of like, yeah, I was you a year or two ago. And now I own a couple of properties. And so I know what you're going through. And, you know, great people like to help other great people. So uh, I would probably order some books. Um, You can get that book at Chapters. You can order at Amazon. But I would probably order 10 or 15 books. And I would target... um, people who you know already and give and ask them if they're interested in coming to an investor seminar and just start talking about it in your sphere of influence. And you'll be amazed at how many people are thinking about doing it, but it just seems too overwhelming to them right now. Right. A great idea. And yeah. And just start telling winning formulas. Like, so if I was um, in my sphere of influence and I wanted to fill my seminar, I would, you know, People always ask you, you know, hey, Jason, how's real estate, right? It's like the most common question we get. And instead of kind of saying it's great and we're really busy, what if you said, oh, it's fantastic, and I just helped this um, couple buy their first investment property, 
in London. Um, they were so nervous at the beginning, but we were able to get a three unit, like a triplex, and it cash flow positive like $400 a month. Um, and the tenants paying $600 a month every like down on their mortgage. So they're really like positive $1,000 a month. And they're just so excited about having their first investment property. And I that's think nice the more approach. winning, sorry, go ahead. That, that's a nice, appro- that's a nice uh, conversation to have the way you've uh, laid that out. Like yeah, that. they're called, yeah, they're just called winning formula stories, right? Because they, you know, people like stories. We are raised on stories, you know, from people reading nursery rhymes to they love fables and they love stories. And um, I would, at the same time telling that story, I would say to them, you know, there's another income property that I think is one of the best deals in London right now, but I don't have any clients for it. Do you know anyone who's thinking about buying an investment property? Okay. And I think you're going to be pretty surprised at how many people go, oh, yeah, I know, or they'll say, I'm interested. And then I would just say, well, you know what, the learning curve is really steep, and I'm actually going to be doing a seminar Um you know, at the office in two months, it's going to be Thursday night from 7 to 9 p.m. We're going to have some wine and cheese, and uh, I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to, we're going to talk about, you know, the best strategies to buy the best London, uh, income properties in London. Okay. And you're going to find with the PowerPoint that you get and the script, um, it's it's about 140 slides, but I've condensed it down to about 80 um, okay. because it's hard. People don't have a lot of patience to sit and watch every single slide. And I'm happy to work with you and actually go over exactly how you do that presentation. Um, And you'll just be amazed. And then as a bonus, what I would do is on the Saturday after you do that, like say it's a Thursday night presentation, Mm -hmm. I would um, go and like preview a whole bunch of um, income properties prior to the presentation. I would bring those active listings to the presentation and hand them out. And then I would offer that those people can join you for a group orientation tour. And on Saturday, between 10 a.m. and 12 noon, we're going to see six income properties in a row. And you can jump in and jump off the tour whenever you want. That's a great idea. Just writing this down. Yeah, no problem. I did that. Royal Bank asked me to come in and talk to all their financial planners first, and then those people filled up a room, and we had about 90 people at the Royal Bank branch when I did the seminar. And we lined up nine properties to see afterwards, and 28 people joined us on the tour. So it was like Saturday 9 to 11 a.m. We did the actual seminar, and then the Mm -hmm. tour was 11.30 to 1.30. And you make quite an impression on a street when, you know, 20 different cars show up to go and see one property. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Yeah. All right. So much fun. So the issue is how do we fill the seminar, really? Um, And I would be, one is you start with your sphere and you offer to give them books. Number two is you create a Facebook page, a business page, not your homepage, but you can post on your homepage too. But a business page through Facebook is really cool because um, it's very targeted. And have you done Facebook ads yet? I have not. Okay. So Facebook ads are a very inexpensive way for you to promote your page directly to a targeted postal code and demographic and age and geography 
an interest group. Um, so you could target people between, I think the most likely people to buy income properties right now, just from my past experience, no scientific research, is someone between 40 and 55 who has already started to get their house paid off, is interested in building more wealth, is willing to refinance their property to put the down payment on. Um, and you could target people, you know, London between 40 and 45 in these postal codes only who like um, any investor book you can read about, like David Bach. He's a great author. I think it's The Millionaire Secret or something. There's um, The Millionaire Next Door, which is another great book by Stanley, I believe. Um, you could do, you know, people um, love um, Think and Grow Rich by Robert Kiyosaki. Well, all of these authors, yeah, all of these authors have Facebook groups and Facebook pages. And if you, what you can do through Facebook is just target someone's interest. So I could just target everyone in London who likes Robert Kiyosaki's page. Okay. And then I would also invite some of the other agents in your office, if you wanted to, to bring, if you want to just help filling the room, um, or even if they were going to co-teach with you, to bring some of their clients. And now you just create this atmosphere in the room of 10 or 15 or 20 people who are all there to learn about it. And I would probably bring um, maybe a banking person in on how to finance these properties. And I think you could bring an accountant in on how to structure, and you could bring a lawyer in on how to set them up. Um, but that's kind of like the mastery level. I think at this point, even if you get five people in the room and you sit around a round table and just chat, that would be the best step forward for you. So what do you think about that idea? I think it's a it's a great idea. It's something I can work towards for sure. Now, Does it seem overwhelming, or do you think you could do it? Uh, no, I think I can handle it. Um, even uh, invite the people that I've had planning in open houses that I know that are looking for investment properties. And you'll have to get a hold of that book. Yeah. Yellow book. No, it should be good. I think if you brought both of those books to your open house and even just people would ask you about the books, like just lay them on the counter, right? Mm -hmm. Or ask people if they're in, in interested and hand them a uh, – if you brought extra books, you could also just give them a book. You could hand them the invite to come to your investor seminar. Uh you could offer to give them a free list of the top 10 best investment properties in London right now. There's lots of different kind of ways. And all we're trying to do is, if you imagine, this is what it's going to look like 12 months from now, okay? So 12 months from now, Jason, you're going to have, you will have done probably 9 to 12 seminars. On average, you will get 10 to 20 people at each seminar which should book between three to six appointments per seminar, which is 36 to 60 booked appointments in the next 12 months, which should translate into probably, worst case scenario, 30 transactions, and best case, probably 40, 42. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. It is exciting, isn't it? And the beauty, so mm -hmm. beautiful thing about it is, it's just that is your unique process of getting people into your into your world, and you're flying under the radar. 
you're just building, building, building. And then once you get this, you'll get so good and learn all the inside wisdom of buying investment properties that the sellers will start getting attracted to you because you'll be posting every time you sell a new investment property. So now you start building your own seller inventory. And I would even suggest you start joint venturing with some of these people who buy properties You say, you put the down payment down, I'll find the property and I'll manage it. And we're going to hold it for 10 years and we're going to share the growth. You get your down payment back and we'll share the upside. And this is the way that agents can start to build long-term wealth and get more into the passive income world, which is way safer than in the active you know, selling world of real estate. It's great, but the market can go up and down, interest rates can hit you, all that stuff. Whereas as you move more into the passive world of getting income streams from 5, 10, 15, 20 properties, it just becomes a beautiful thing. Sounds awesome. All right. So we're almost done. Do you have any questions about it? Is there anything I I missed or? No, I um, think you've got it covered. Um, I've made a bunch of notes here, of course. Um, not, no real specific questions. I think you've you've covered. You've helped me with a good game plan. Some definite goals to work towards. Yeah. Does it seem too overwhelming, or do you think you can kind of slowly, like, what if you only had two people at the first one and seven at the next and 13 at the next, but you eventually got up to 30 or 40? Like, it's this is what's going to happen to you. It'll, It's not like Rome wasn't built in a day. You want to have 35 right. people in the, in the first room, you know, so. Well, that's, I could, I could, I could certainly handle a few people. Um, and work it from there, I guess, as I become more comfortable. Yeah. And then I think what would be really cool is 12 months from now, what if you had the London, you um, had a group called the London Investment Club, and you guys just met for guys and girls and families, whoever it is, you met every month um, separately from these seminars and you brought in, you know, guest speakers and wealth builders and you shared the best books and the best ways to build wealth. That's the way that a niche market helps people build a tribe. And uh, just remember, like the riches are in the niches and I'm so excited for you. So. This is cool. Thank you, Glenn. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Jason. And um, I'll say goodbye to all of our listeners right now. Jason, if you can just hold on the line for a sec. But um, thanks a million for joining me on the call. Okay. Have a great day, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. Okay.